0: Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
2: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Private Parts Podcast. This is where we read the most intimate and sordid details of our life as always, is joined with me, my co-host, colleague,
3: what? As always is joined with me. Is that what I said? Is that? Why
2: do I always? Do you know why I mess up? It's because I get nervous every single time. It's (laughs) never like practice. It's just I get nervous. Don't get nervous. It's only us. Yeah, but I I, I get nervous. I have a problem with nerves. Fine. Hello, everyone. Is this better? Hello, everyone. Welcome to Private Parts Podcast, where we read the most intimate and sordid details of our life. Join me, as always, is my Join me as always is my co-host colleague and dare I say friend Francis Poole. Hello, Francis. Hello. How's your week been?
4: My week been good, Jamie. <laughs> Why, well, what did you get up to? What do
2: you do? When you when you wake up in the morning, what is like your daily routine?
4: Hmm. So I like to to dig for gold on a Monday.
2: You do? What? At Legoland?
4: Anywhere. Anywhere that there is gold, but I'll be no there. But there's no gold.
2: There is no gold in London. That's the problem.
4: I'm going through my week. Please be quiet. Okay, fine. Sorry. On Tuesday, I'm digging for something else, which is will make me money.
2: Wait, are you saying? Are you saying that you're a gold digger? Yeah. Oh, oh, great. Okay. I, I now get it. That you. So you're a gold digger. you not. You don't find gold, but you're a gold digger.
4: Sure. <laughs> Shush. And then on Wednesday, I get my glasses cleaned.
2: Really? No one's (laughs) ever had their glasses cleaned? No,
4: all mine get cleaned, professionally. Okay,
2: Okay, then what a day are we on now?
4: That was Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. Thursday, I mean, I don't know what else Francis does, alright?
2: Wait, hang on a minute. (laughs) You're not Francis. (laughs) Well done. What? What has happened? (laughs) Where's Francis? That is, have you... I locked him in the loo. Did you lock him in the loo? Yeah. You, You have come as Francis today.
4: I have, and I'm dressed as (laughs) Francis, should Francis wear her.
2: Everyone, hello listeners, welcome back to Private Part Part Podcast. My my speech impediment is good today. (laughs) Um, I want to introduce a wonderful lady who has replaced Francis for today. We'll get into why Francis isn't here in a second. Um, Emily Hartridge. Hello, Emily Hartridge. Hello. How are you?
4: It's good I can be myself now because I don't know anything about Francis. (laughs) So I wasn't really sure what he did with his week.
2: I should probably introduce you as Emily Hartridge... TV star. Sure. YouTuber. Yeah. Author.
4: Mm, um, Well... TBC.
2: TBC author. Comedian. Comedian.
4: I think um, that's it. What
2: else can we say? I'm a slasher. You're a slasher? Have you heard of a slasher? What's a slasher? So we're in
4: the generation of slashers. So I'm a slash presenter slash YouTuber slash comedian. No one's one's just one thing. Oh,
2: you're like a prostitute.
4: (laughs) Aren't prostitutes think,
3: just prostitutes? I think the, I think the word you're looking for, Jamie, is polymath. <laughs> what's, what's a, polymouth? a polymath? Polymath. <laughs> polymath. Polymath is probably oh, something completely different. I get
2: polymouth in the morning when you wake up and you go, oh, I've <laughs> <be> got a polymath
3: <laughs> bird shat in your mouth.
2: We always we, we have to introduce the voice in the room. Hello, voice in the room. Hello, Jamie. Hello, hello, hello. Um, Emily. Now, so tell me, so what out of all of your things that all the things you do? So mm. YouTube being. Uh, presenting, comedian, yeah. author. What do you love the most?
4: Um I love uh probably uh, uh videos, YouTube I think. You like videos? Apart from the comments. Why? But take them aside. Because it's not can I swear on this podcast? Fuck shit, bulls. Oh, yeah, great. you can. You can say anything well, you want. I get you know, I get called a a slut, a slag, a C-U-N-T. No uh, every day.
2: Are you serious? Yeah, by the
4: way, I'm sure you do if I went through. No, I don't. I I, don't. Well, I've seen some. He gets called a slut. Yeah. Quite a lot,
2: yeah. No, I get called a polymouth. That's what, I, <laughs> that's
4: what I get called.
2: Which is really hurtful when I get called a polymouth. But apart from that, I'm fine with it.
4: Um, yeah, no, I, lo- I do like making videos. Yeah. Um, apart from the comments, it's quite savage.
2: Wait, I, I, used to, I don't think your comments are that bad. Are they really? I feel like I want to go onto your YouTube channel right now and check out your comments. The problem
4: is, whilst you do that, I'm going to have to do a buffer. Do I need to be Francis again and kill some time while you go on my YouTube channel? No, 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 you don't.
2: The great thing thing about the podcast is that... Editing. no. No, yeah, the editing. <laughs> That's by far the best they bit can, of the podcast. Yeah, there is
4: no awkward silences because they cut them out. <laughs> Man, if I had
2: to
3: cut out all the awkward silences, it would be very short.
2: Okay, so fun. I'm going to go on, Emily. So also to um, all of you listeners who, by the way, we absolutely love, don't we? We love our listeners. Mm. Um, our, you can check out Emily, Emily's uh, YouTube channel. It's Emily Hart. Um, she has 421 videos, 317,624
4: subscribers. Oh my God. That's
2: all we got on her to just, you know, so it's called it, it's like a collab.
3: A collab.
4: Okay, just so everyone knows, Jamie doesn't know how a collab works. A collab works. I do something for him, he does not for me. What is he doing for me today? Nothing.
2: Yes, yeah, smiling at you. Nothing. You get to be Francis for a minute. <laughs> like that. That exposure,
3: is. Exposure, just... <laughs> Emily. You're getting exposure. <laughs> oh, great. Okay,
2: right. So I'm going on your latest video, Ten Reasons Why. Now, Emily does this great uh uh, so it's sort of, I suppose it's called like a segment, right? What do we call it? Like a... A format. A format. So yeah. she does 10 reasons why. So it's 10 reasons why you shouldn't have sex yeah. with a teddy bear. Or 10... I mean, I
4: haven't done that one, but yeah. You can but take that Along with. those lines. I'll
2: you know we'll give you that. <laughs> but her latest video is 10 reasons why you shouldn't have children. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go to your comments. And I'm in a
4: porn baby outfit. No, my, I bought a baby outfit from the internet. Yes. And it was a porn baby outfit, basically. What is a porn baby I had outfit. this like massive diaper on
3: yeah
4: with like this huge safety pin and it looked like i had just had done a massive poo in the in the front because it was a big ball sack see
3: now jamie's perked up because he loves talking about poo i do love talking about poo
4: (laughs) you haven't really mentioned poo to me this morning
2: i know i said that you needed a poo and do you know what she said to me i've already done that (laughs)
4: because i'm i'm like clockwork
3: so am i so am I.
4: i it wakes me up
3: Okay, so I... This That's is, a record. Six minutes and 24 <laughs> seconds in before we get scatological. I, my my
2: bowels are... Do you know what, I'm going to tell you? Two things today. Uh, my bowels work on clockwork mm. and I think I have something called candida... Sister, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you about this. It's in called a second. Candida. Candida.
4: I know all about it, by okay, the way. Okay, well, hang
2: on. We're gonna say, I did
4: the diet for a year.
2: Can you just say, just hold your. I know you're excited to be on the podcast, but just hold on for one <laughs> second. It's like having
3: Francis here,
2: isn't I it? I know, it's exactly right. I'm gonna read some of <laughs> Emily's comments. Okay, so we're gonna go down on her video now. Complain all you want, but you look damn good in that porn outfit.
4: <laughs> uh, yeah, as I said, porn baby. More.
2: Uh, bit creepy, just saying. Mm hmm. That's not you're. Uh, You're fine. These are not bad. Holy crap, you went inside the outfit. I mean, these are all fine. You're not ever called a slut or anything like that.
4: Yeah, but I have been a lot.
2: Do you... Okay, fine. You know, because your YouTube channel is quite big and things like that, do you you get hurt by the comments? Do they, do, they affect you? Or do you kind of be able to brush them over and not worry about them?
4: No, I mean, I actually don't... I did a video recently called Why Do You Hate Me? Um because I kind of wanted to acknowledge it, but I actually I don't read that many comments anymore. You don't? It's not that they make me upset, but at, at, some, at some place they do affect you a little, I think.
2: It's impossible not yeah. to... Yeah, because
4: you read it, and when someone hates someone so much that they don't know, it's, like, quite hard to... But
3: Do you think that's real hate? There or is we go. it just is it just this kind of faux hatred because they've got bitter little lies? I don't think it's unhappy. even yeah.
2: that. You know what I think it is? I think it's actually just a reaction. People just want a reaction. And so they'll write they'll write things, they'll say things, because they well, that's how I look at it. That's why people people actually love me. You know, right. they just They just say, don't know it. They just <laughs> no, they do know it, they just want me to talk to them. They think the best way to talk to me yeah. is it's to, to write, insult you. Is to insult me. <laughs> the voice in the room, you walk down the street with him, people throw eggs at him.
3: <laughs> <laughs> But it's 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 right and I think the reason that a lot of these comments are so harsh is that there is so much noise out there in the they comment section. They know that you'll read. they've got to kind of be nastier than everyone else to get themselves noticed.
4: Yeah. And I used to have a section in my show called top comments where I Say three comments and then I'd reply to them. And two of them often used to be bad ones. But now I stopped doing that because I think that, like, obviously, it was egging people on to send like the worst comments to me.
2: <laughs> I used to set up just anonymous accounts to just write comments underneath. Oh, you're a
4: dick <laughs> For you? <laughs> no, for you. <laughs> oh,
2: not for me. For me, I just go, "I love you, Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> you're wonderful." Yeah. God, you're, isn't he great, guys? <laughs> Okay, fine. What is, the, what is the worst comment you've ever received? Because everyone who's sort of in, I suppose, that industry where you are able to comment on people, yeah. you always remember the worst comment. What was your worst I comment? I don't.
4: Okay, so there's one that's too dark. I honestly think it's, it's too dark to talk about. <laughs> no, can you, no, but I actually had to report it to the police.
2: <laughs> well, mention obviously how you've told our listeners they obviously. Want to hear it. Okay. <laughs> don't worry, I'll cover my eyes. So, so it's
4: for last No, So it was someone called Mary something um that kept writing mary really- had a little lamb mm, i think mary killed her lamb in this <laughs> case um she kept commenting on my videos like really aggressive things And i was like look i'm sorry i'm gonna have to block you because i can't really be bothered to read your comments and then she sent me a i've got a, a private facebook but you know you can get the other messages where people can still mm-hmm. message mm-hmm. you she sent me a message saying um i just want you to know how that i'm gonna kill myself tonight because of what you said to me. Oh my god. And I want you to know that my life is in your hands now. Oh. And then and then she commented on my YouTube channel after I said I was going to block her. She said to everyone she was like just so everyone knows, Emily sent me a private message on YouTube saying you should kill yourself, Mary, because you're such an idiot. Obviously, I didn't send her that message.
2: That's really bad of you to send that message. That, you, can't,
4: mean... you can't
2: You can't you're like organizing a cult with all of your followers. That's
4: the kind of dark stuff. Well, that's,
2: that's a, I mean, that's, and
4: Jamie's that. still laughing. I know, right? <laughs>
2: I'm not laughing. I think I do you know what comment I had once, so I, I I think I've said this before, but so my first Daily Mail article came out and everyone's literally like, don't read the comments. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, Yeah, they can't be that bad. <laughs> I was like, No way. Anyway, so the article came and I was like, What up on the Daily Mail? Here we go. So I scrolled down and I got to the bottom and I was like, Do I read the comments? Like, okay, I'm gonna read them. Got to the very first one and the very first one said, I saw Jamie Lane walking down the road. He really is a small ugly dwarf. They <laughs> no, small ugly balding dwarf. Wow. And I thought what? That's hurtful. <laughs> so then I couldn't read them ever again. Never gone back. Did, that that was, was it. Do you know why? F- no but they were doing it because they wanted a reaction and they really loved me really. <laughs> and
3: they got they got a reaction. You never read the rest of them. Yeah.
4: My friend had a had a hair transplant. It was somewhere in Europe because obviously it's cheaper in Europe.
3: I that's what do you know? I
2: that's what I'm looking for. Oh,
4: his hair is unbelievable now. I mean, The photos he took of me afterwards were absolutely (laughs) savage. <laughs> like with blood all over his head, <laughs> really? but his hair is magnificent.
2: Is it? Does it
3: work?
4: Oh, it re- honestly, it really works. Yeah,
3: because then they like pop out a little bit of your of your skin your, around yeah. your skull. Yeah, so you've got loads of yeah. whole,
4: like dots yeah. all over your head. So, That's so it. there
2: there are two ways of doing it. Basically, this is what I, I've been told. I've never gone for a consultation. Surely you can get
4: it for free with what you do. Yeah, but
2: I don't think it's that cool if you go and get one for free and say, "Hey, look, I just got a hair transplant." <laughs> so I've kind the of Danny Mel would
4: go to get
2: one. Oh my god. <laughs> But I, so I, I've never been for a consultation, but I, but I hear.
4: (laughs) (laughs) After my friend inquired about it. (laughs) Yeah,
2: A friend of mine went from, but apparently there are two types in it. It's called FML and FCL or something like that. So one, you can take like a strip out the back of your hair and put it in, or you can do another way, which you like. But it's it's amazing what they can now do with hair transplants. It's amazing. But have you ever had laser therapy? like as in hair removal laser? Literally. I'm not
4: very hairy, but a lot of my friends have had laser hair removal. So
2: are, are you a waxer? Are you a laser? Or you? I, a-
4: I, 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 so I used to be a waxer, uh-huh. but I've got a really low pain threshold. And one time I was ill and I went to get a bikini wax. I
2: thought you threw up when they waxed. <laughs> no,
4: no. I was really ill anyway, so I felt a bit faint. Oh, and okay. <clears throat> she'd done half my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> and um I actually had to I told her I couldn't do anymore, so I left with half a wax. quite cool,
2: it's quite like a mohawk. Half a wax
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: left hand side
4: of hand wax. I mean, I can't remember it's so long ago. <laughs> the, no waxing's too painful, I can't even
2: This is okay, this is what girl I feel like girls have, have the sort of bad end of the stick on a lot of things. On everything. Not on everything, but on a lot of things. So I feel, you know, periods. Night, nightmare. Hormones. W- hormones. Nightmare. Waxing. No, because I heard, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, and waxing you obviously they wax the, the vagina and then you have to go on all fours and they they
4: by the way the bum hole is the best part <laughs> why because it's the least painful is it? and it's the most satisfying after you've had it done ask any girl
2: wait why is it satisfying
4: because it's so, so smooth <laughs> when, and what, i mean you, you, you like to talk about pool all the time so it would work out wait, well so for you, you're if saying you, that when you
2: when you get your bum hole waxed you then stroke your bum hole
4: up. well no but you're like oh smooth
2: but I, but I once had, I once had my legs waxed, and I promise you, it was one of the most painful. But I, I had it waxed. They put literally like a whole thing of honey or like wax or whatever it was on my leg, and then rip it off. Yeah.
4: You should try your pubes, because <laughs> it's way more sensitive there, and that'll give you a more. That'll give you a more idea about what we have to go through.
2: But I, but I'm a, I'm a trimmer. Yeah. I'm a, I'm oh, a, yeah. men have yeah.
4: to trim. Yeah. It's so rank if a guy doesn't. It's not the 70s anymore. No, and it's like, why do I have to? If you, I mean, if you're not going, anywhere, then I'm not going. to. Okay. So
2: are you saying that you would prefer a guy to have completely no hair or a little bit of hair? No, no,
4: a, a tiny bit's fine because you know.
2: But I, if you have a I, I often
4: have a tiny bit. But too little, and it's like sandpaper, right?
2: <laughs> is that what you do? So then you say to the guy, "Don't worry, look, we're matching." Yeah.
4: <laughs> Matching
2: suits. Okay. Also, I want to ask you because now this is—I'm so happy we have a girl doing this with us because we can ask so many questions. Mm. Okay. What? This is what I want to know. What is it with guys? So when it's when you're either having sex or you're you're sort of getting towards up on your cuddling, what is it that guys do that you absolutely hate, but gu- but guys think girls actually enjoy it?
4: what during sex oh, or
2: not during sex but like maybe kissing or cuddling or like spooning or, or things that you do in the bedroom that guys go you know what she's gonna love this but you're going i absolutely hate it's this. probably
4: when they fondle your boobs <laughs> yeah like 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 a what's that i mean no one can see like she's <laughs> looks like you're cleaning a car window yeah but it's like unless you're going to start like pinching Stuff a little
3: bit. Oh, pinching. Well, goes. no,
4: but like it's, it's you know, I guess it's like the kind of half pain thing, isn't it?
3: But you've got a low pain threshold.
4: Yeah, so it's even better. <laughs> oh, I don't know, okay. but I just, I think guys <coughs> often like when they just like fondle boobs, like it doesn't it doesn't do anything.
2: Boobs never do it for me. They they never have. I don't get turned on by boobs. Boobs don't. Bums. Legs? Bums. Bums for sure. Bums, bums. for some reason. What's do.
4: your favorite part of a girl? A bum.
2: The bum. The personality.
4: Okay. <laughs> oh, nice what? one Do you like that? <laughs> yeah, I like a lie <laughs> dragged,
3: dragged it back from the edge, Jamie okay. I
4: always look at forearms and um, shoes
3: No,
2: you don't I,
4: Forearms can be so sexy or not sexy What about my forearms? They're, they're fine <laughs> The forearm. Then, then thing is, it's better to have a tanned forearm, and yours is a bit not.
2: that How fat. is a fork? Okay, what makes a good forearm?
4: Uh, it's hard to explain. It's just the composition of a good forearm.
2: Okay, what makes a good shoe?
4: Oh, it's just some guys wear such bad shoes. Like men that wear pointy shoes. Oh, you know the ones with the squeal, the square edges.
2: Uh huh. You don't like those. Ooh. Okay, fine. What, are, so what is the biggest turn off with a guy? And be honest, the biggest turn off.
4: Boat shoes. On yeah. <laughs> which I'm sure 99.9% of your friends wear. <laughs> <laughs> what the,
2: I love boat shoes. Oh, are you serious? Are disgusting. The ones that you wear on boats, you know, like the yeah, brown yeah, leathery yeah. ones. Sorry,
4: for boats. You don't like those? There are no boats. In, well, there are boats in London, but...
2: you. you uh, t- so your biggest turn-off out of everything is boat shoes.
4: Look, we're from different... You know what? Groups. We, what do you mean? Different groups. <laughs> you wear a signet ring. <laughs> I think they're rank. <laughs> Look how much money I've got on my little finger. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, fine. What is the biggest turn on when it comes to guys?
4: Uh it's so obviously it's so generic, but it is humour. Yeah, I know. I mean,
2: yeah, you know. That. Yeah, oh, I know. That's why France
0: and I, we get laid. <laughs> <That's why>
4: we... <laughs> yeah, honestly, if someone's not...
0: Selling a little? Or a lot? <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing however you chiching. ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage...
4: funny it's just doesn't matter how sexy you are okay we also got to talk about i mentioned
2: before candida okay so this is what okay so so voice in the room this is what i okay. honestly think i have okay because i i i i poo a lot okay i get stomach cramps i feel bloated and so what i think i have is something called systematic candida overgrowth
4: you can actually get a test for it, a poo test
2: What's you poo in a cup?
4: I've sent my poo off in the post. No, you haven't. Oh, I have.
2: What? Just, just in general.
4: FYI, this cannot be the title for this podcast. Yeah, they will do. <laughs>
2: that is going to be. I send poo in the I'm post. Li- <laughs> that is the title. Hundred percent.
4: If any of my friends and family listen to it, they'll be like, I cannot believe she just admitted. Just she to her. take it to the post office. So you can actually get a. You can actually get a test for that. I'll uh, send you a link.
3: So, so what? So do you, you put s- it in a jiffy bag or what then?
4: You put it in a little, like, test tube.
3: Got to be a good aim.
2: And, and you set and You,
4: you get a set little cardboard off. thing to poo into.
3: Okay, so
2: so explain what candida systematic overgrowth is. It's
4: basically, is. a ba- it's like an imbalance in your gut. Uh-huh. So there's too much bad bacteria right. over good bacteria. It's basically
2: yeast in your gut, yeast, like, overflowing. But if
4: you really did think you'd have it, you'd actually not be able to drink. You wouldn't be able to eat any sugar. As in, like, soy sauce, balsamic vinegar, any dressings. No. Everything has sugar in it. No, no, you can't eat fruit.
2: Are you, I just, I use. This is what I think I've got though, because what it does. So basically, supposedly it causes anxiety, depression, mm. uh, makes you bloated, uh, tired, tired, uh, mood swings. It does yeah. everything. And I feel that sometimes I have these. Moods. I wake up in the morning and I'm like, I'm tired. Why am I tired? I get these mood swings, and so I feel like I have candida systematic overgrowth. Yeah. I've just diagnosed myself. I'm a doctor. So wait, so hang on. So did you have it or did you not have it?
4: Well, I, I did have it, not like really badly,
2: right. but
4: um, I didn't drink for a whole year.
2: And how did that make you feel?
4: So boring. You had
2: sober sex?
4: I had sober, actually, yeah, I did. Did you? Yeah.
2: That's a myth. Tell me about this myth.
4: And I th- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought it would be really terrible, but actually, if you do have sex with someone you fancy, not so terrible.
2: Oh, because you normally would have sex with just strangers. No, but just for, no. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't well,
4: sleep. Well, she's with a polymath.
3: <laughs> that
2: is, you, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: I still don't know what a polymath is, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Google it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um
2: Last week we spoke about rosebudding.
4: <laughs>
3: oh, what God. is that?
2: Don't Google it. Wait, wait. So, so hang on. So you had sober, and it was okay. It wasn't awkward. Music, or was it silent?
4: It was silent. Really? Uh, so yeah. But it was good. It was? I mean, he'll never listen to this, so it's fine.
2: he? <laughs> <laughs> was he sober as well?
4: No, but he, I think because I wasn't drinking, he didn't drink that much, so I don't think he was that drunk. I,
2: I Unless I'm in a relationship... Which I'm am now, and it's going wonderfully well. Uh, yeah, I mean, we all we all see that. <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's a dream. Yeah. Oh, <laughs>
2: God, it's lovely. It's like a walk in the park. <laughs> I don't have systematic candida overgrowth. I just am just depressed. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. yeah, Let's look at your life, Jamie. It's probably not candida. Yeah, I'm going oh, to send my
2: yeah. poo everywhere, yeah. and they're going to come back and say nothing wrong with you. <laughs> but it's true. Having having. Uh, sober sex is in, I, I find incredibly do you know it, it, you're so right it's a much better thing to do firstly 100% sober sex because so, having sex is like this sort of passionate and yeah. exciting thing and, but people now have just been getting too drunk and having sex because they find it awkward but it's not an awkward thing
4: I had very very drunken sex last night no <laughs> uh, this morning, no, on the way here like <laughs> with you in the, loop. <laughs> no, like um,
2: while you were taking a poo,
4: like I'm telling my story, <laughs> okay go like a month and a half ago, and it was just it was just all over the place, mm-hmm. like fumbly, oh, it just wasn't good,
2: yeah, yeah, i, I, when I'm drunk, okay, I have that problem of uh keeping uh, uh, at, keep, attention. keeping attention, keeping attention. Yeah. That's yeah. the problem. It's a real problem. And then what happened was is that because I had this problem, uh, I would then, whenever I was going, it knew that I was going to have sex, I would then start thinking, God, what happens if I don't get an erection? Yeah,
4: and then you don't. And then you don't. And then they think it's about them.
2: And then, no, then they think it's about them. But then, do you know what I mean, having, <laughs> I don't know, I shouldn't say this, but I can say it anyway. <laughs> do you know what I mean, having recently? No. Do you know. <laughs> Sex with animals? No, okay. I, I sometimes in life, right? So I sometimes because I have my mind works in a weird ways. So I I find it very hard to to not obsess over things. And what you oh, should
4: God, you're preaching to the choir. Yeah,
2: okay. So it's hard, isn't it? And and what we apparently what you should do is call it noting. Okay, so if you um, are worried about let's say going to sleep or something like that, you shouldn't then do what I normally do, or Emily, I suppose you do, is, is obsess over it. Go, God, yeah. I'm not going to sleep. You should just go, okay, it's there. My thought of not being able to sleep is just there, and you, you brush it like a feather, mm-hmm. called noting. So in life, to all our listeners, this is a great little like insight today, but it's called noting. So if you are, I suppose, anxious, nervous, depressed, scared, whatever the emotion you're feeling, don't obsess over it. Try and do something called noting. So you just go, okay, it's there, deal with it, don't worry about it too much. And so I was trying to, learn. and then when I was having sex, for some reason, because I obsess over things, my, like, I kept thinking about, what is the worst thing you could think of during sex? And so I kept thinking of, God, my mum would sort of pop into my head <laughs> when I would go like, wow. you know, think, is that is what you would think of? So now, every single time I'm having sex, my mother <laughs> pops into my head. It's, it's a bit of a disaster at the moment.
4: So now you're banging your mum. <laughs>
3: It's funny because your mum pops into my head when I'm having sex as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh,
2: <laughs> as always, uh, we like to do something called the question of the week. Now, Francis, who is an absolute what are we going to call him this week? Belend? Chump? Bad, yeah, chump, idiot. Oh. I mean, we don't. He's he hasn't come in. So to everyone out there who's hoping to hear Francis, I apologise. Where is he? He he. Uh, we don't know. He's had to to cancel for the day.
3: <laughs> have, you, have you broken
2: him? I haven't broken. him. I think he he ate a funny pineapple and he's now. <laughs> feeling very fruity. I don't know. I don't know where he is. But he's not with us today. Um, but he's obviously going to be back next week. And he sends his apologies to absolutely everyone. Does he? Yeah, he does. <laughs> but um, I have a riddle. Okay.
4: Oh, God. But he's super smart. I'm not going to be able to do this.
2: Do you know what? He didn't get the last riddle, I said. But you will get this riddle. Okay, here we go. Right, this is the riddle of the week. What has a bed but never sleeps?
4: I mean, how long do you want this silence to be while well, I think...
2: As long as you want. What has a bed... Are you,
4: are you helping me?
2: In what way am I helping I mean, you?
4: answering it. I'm
2: just staring at you.
4: I don't know. <laughs> I'm just staring.
2: What, what? what has a bed but never sleeps?
4: Is it really obvious because you don't the answer? Well,
2: I got the answer to it, yeah.
4: You knew the answer? I knew the answer. What has a bed...
2: ...but never sleeps?
4: Oh, can't you just tell me?
2: Well, no. Oh, we can tell you in part two.
4: I'm, i I. Th- I think I'm. Am I? I'm too tired to. To like to, you know to be oh, on my a game oh, mentally. Don't
3: like these excuses, Jamie. No, Frankly, I, I'm. I'm not happy with these.
2: What excuses. has a bed, but never <laughs>
3: sleeps? That doesn't help you at all. <laughs> Emphasizing the words. Just,
4: just. I don't know.
3: Well, stay tuned, and we'll let you know in part two.
4: Oh joy. <laughs> oh.
2: Right. Um. Emily, every single week I write a diary mm. and uh, this week I'm going to read you my diary for your listening pleasure and to our listening, listeners' listening pleasure. Are you ready for this? Yeah. How? Feel
3: free to interject at any and ask oh, asking okay. questions. You can okay. say
2: anything you want. You can be rude. You can be smart. Okay. You can be clever. You can be okay. any emotion. Pick an emotion okay. now. Go pick one. Funny. There we go. Another okay. one. Clever. There we go. Love it. Is clever an emotion?
4: I don't know. You said it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can be clever.
2: <sighs> okay. Tuesday. Bank holidays are the most glorious inventions to grace this great earth. I hate
4: bank holidays. Why
2: do you hate bank holidays?
4: It's too much time.
2: What do you mean, too much time? You know,
4: you and I like to be busy, right? True. And like, we get a bit restless. Mm-hmm. And there is just so many days to just fill.
2: No, I think what you are trying to say. No, I mean,
4: and when the weather's shit, you are like, well, what the hell am I going to do today? No,
2: I think I think what you are trying to say is that. A bank holiday, you your can sometimes be annoying because you're you're meant to go and interact and have fun. It's the pressure see, to have it's, fun. They, it's the pressure to have fun. So bank yeah. holidays extend that pressure yeah. to go and see people yeah. and do things yeah. and go and have fun. People are like, "What
4: are you doing?" I'm like, "I don't know. I
2: just want to be in bed. I just want to go <laughs> to the
4: cinema five times today by myself.
2: <laughs> yeah, put yeah. my head in the pick and mix." but I, I had my first ever hand job at the cinema from a Could girl you? Called, yeah a girl called Hermani, and my oh. friend Charlie was sitting. she was in the middle, I was on the right, Charlie was on the left, and she was giving me a hand job and uh, Charlie was looking at me the whole way through, and I kept going, "Stop looking, stop looking
4: like that, and he was watching the whole way through, probably watching your <laughs> facial
2: expression <laughs> me going no me going stop it
4: <laughs> stop <laughs> it <laughs> did it end well
2: it didn't it didn 't end well if you you know what I mean it just ended didn't have an, have it end didn't didn 't have a didn 't have a <laughs> Didn't have an ending, no. It was more
4: You would have had to have wait for like a sex scene in a movie and then like release. No, well
2: the problem with guys I don't know if I'm, I'm speaking for all guys here, but if you if you have a hand job or things like that, your legs need to be in a certain sort of straight position. Otherwise, if they're bent or cocked, doesn't really work.
4: Really? Yeah,
2: well that's Interesting. For me. yeah, yeah. So your legs have to be planked.
4: Uh, <laughs> do you know what? I'm the same.
2: Oh, you're the same when you give yourself a hand no.
4: job? <laughs> I'm the same
2: positionally. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm really? Assumed. You have to be planked,
4: and I have to like arch my back. <laughs>
2: oh, how sexy! It's
4: really, yeah, it's like something from like a Poltergeist movie. <laughs> Just
2: like. I love that you for you for you to climb. up, you have to be arched <laughs> yeah. in a plank position. I, I'm in a bridge. <laughs> so if any any guy ever ever yeah. spends like that, as soon as she goes into a bridge, you know you're lucky. <laughs> Bank holidays are the most glorious inventions that grace this great earth, and there should be way more of them. In the USA, they have 15 holidays, while in the UK, it literally seems we only have half that. However, what I'm trying to say is that Monday was a bank holiday, so it puts your week in a good position from the start, because instead of the dreaded Monday freakout, which for some reason happens to me every single week. I have the worst case of this. Every Monday, without fail, this illness kicks back in and I rethink really my life. Going to work harder, eat healthy, and gym every day. The week then goes by, and by Wednesday, you're back in the same old habits, and then Monday hits all over again, and the same thing happens. However, it was bank holiday, which meant there was no need for the infection to hit, and my week began with the knees. With, with,
4: with the knees?
2: With the knees. It's a weird phrase, isn't with it? With the knees? Yeah, it kind of no. sounds like you're
4: saying knees. With the knees. Okay. See, I get annoyed when Monday's cut off because that's my...
2: It's not like a channel. It doesn't have something cut off.
4: No, but you know what? Like, Monday's like my doing stuff day. Who turned
2: right. Monday off?
4: <laughs> yeah. Plus, in America, they might get loads of public holidays, but they can't go on holiday because they get like 10 days off a year. No, they don't. People that have like normal jobs, unlike us, they have, they, you can have, t- they have 10 holiday days a year. We get 25 normally here. Yeah. So they get bank holidays, but they can't go anywhere.
2: What was your, what, what jobs have you had?
4: loads i like worked what? for my dad's factory mm-hmm. I was a waitress up until like two years ago mm-hmm. I used to work for an events company did loads of waitressing how was waitressing? yeah really I quite like it did apart you get- from people that don't say thank you when you give them a can <laughs> but I've had loads of I've worked in loads of offices I've worked for Huffington Post what was your jobs. worst job? I mean, the factory was a bit boring. I was building cardboard box, not building, making cardboard boxes <laughs> for, the, for my dad's <laughs> drinks to go into, like, all day, every day.
3: So they'd arrive flat packed. Yeah, and you just yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah.
2: No. I love day. your dad made it into a game. You can build boxes. You're like, <laughs> oh, my God.
4: <laughs> yeah. That was probably my worst job. What was yours? <laughs> okay, I worked, for, I worked
2: for a catering company for one day once. Oh, my God. Yeah. One day? One day. Did you leave? Do you know what I was? I I went in there and they said you'll be paid five pounds twenty-five p an hour, and I went to them. I can't do that. If you (laughs) if you if you if you you give me six pounds fifty, I'll say yes. And they went, okay, fine, charm them, Um, and I went and did it. And I worked at this Ralph Lauren event, and I had to hold a sushi bowl. I mean, a, su- a fishbowl with sushi on top of it, and I had to give sushi to like Boris Beck and people that, and I, I hated it so much. I thought, well, who can ever do this? So I quit that pretty quick after one because day. Because
4: you felt like you were on a different level.
2: <laughs> no, I didn't think I was on a different level. No, no, but no, no. It's in like no, you I, felt
4: beneath. Well,
2: I'll tell you what. Let's let's work this out. I do you know what? I, do you know what I actually thought? This is the truth. I thought to myself, okay, so
4: well, I, I earning, did that for like ten years. By the way, I was, so, I, was right.
2: I was earning six pounds. I was earning six pounds fifty. For, I was working for let's say six hours, so I was earning, earning 40 quid. And I thought, you know what, I could just go and steal that from my mum. <laughs> That's what I literally thought. I literally thought that. I, thought, I could just go to her wallet and steal 40 quid. <laughs> it would take two with seconds. A, with a smile on your face. With a smile on my face. And then I went to the best one ever. I went to work for an insurance company that my mum got me a job, a, an internship at. Anyway, she was super proud. She got me an internship at it. I was really ex- sort of excited about it. And I got there. And I arrived at 6.30 in the morning and I had this guy to sort of teach me throughout the day and he's wearing a beige suit and I thought, God, I can't do this. I did it for a whole day, <laughs> left. The next day I came in and quit at lunchtime. My mum had got me an internship for two months. So for two months I had to pretend I, would pretend I was getting up every single day at 6 in the morning putting my suit on going to work and I just went round the corner to my friend Charlie's <laughs> house. Yeah, never told my mum that. Oh my
3: God. Does, has your mum now given up any hope of you getting a real job?
2: Thursday. Not only had I taken my mum Penny to New York last weekend, but my friend Rupert and I decided to take our mothers for a meal at their favourite restaurant, the River Cafe. Fun little fact about the restaurant is that Jamie Oliver worked there as a sous chef, and that's where he was discovered. The story goes that people were filming in the restaurant with the head chef who then kicked off about something and left, and Jamie Oliver was asked to step in, which he did, and he was great. And basically what happened was with Jamie Oliver is that he, he was the sous chef there. The chef got annoyed, left, and they put Jamie Oliver on camera and he was amazing. And that's how his TV career began.
4: Oh, really? Yeah.
2: Also, Dermot O'Leary was a runner mm. and they went, get the runner on. And he was he like was. super energetic and fun. And that's how he got started.
3: So was Jonathan Ross. No. Yep. How did he start? He started as a runner for Channel 4 mm-hmm. and they just loved him and gave him the Jonathan Ross show I think it was my mum
4: always used to say to me like just work in production I'm like mum like I can't just get a job in production in the hope that one person it's like oh you'd be good on TV (laughs) she's honestly her advice was just fucking shit (laughs) Mothers (laughs)
2: Mother's, <laughs> mothers dressed up and looking fabulous As four stepped in the river cafe for a delicious meal Now it is true It doesn't matter how old you are But your mums never stop embarrassing or worrying about their sons And both conversations quickly turned to what Rupert and I were like as kids And how we've changed for the worse and better I then sped, spread into stories of how as a teenager I, I would throw parties at my mum's house in London without her knowing Completely forgetting to this very day She had no idea about it Thank God the wine was flowing because I could see the look she gave me and it was the same one she gave me as a child. The look of, you're in trouble. (laughs) As a kid, I was adorable, but an absolute nightmare. I used to steal everything, keys, money. So even when things went missing and it wasn't me, I was to blame. The worst thing was when my grandmother's peanut bowl disappeared and I was made to look for it for a whole weekend because everyone was sure I'd taken it. Firstly, why would I take a peanut bowl And secondly, I would surely find it straight away if I hid it But no, I had to look for it And think, if I were Jamie, where would I put a peanut bowl <laughs> It's so true, my, I was made to look for this peanut Did bowl Did you steal it? No, I didn't steal it I was made to look for it the entire weekend So, so I was you... like, guys, I don't know where it is So was like,
3: it wasn't actually you It wasn't stole. me Really? I
4: never stole anything I was really good stole? as a I was like a real brown noser as a kid <clears <clears <throat> like at school, st- I'd never do anything wrong. I'd never like go against my what my parents said.
2: I used to. I was. I was an awful, awful child. I was really bad to the point where my mom. I remember when I was sixteen years old, my mom grabbed me in the face. And there's that moment in Peter Pan where he goes, hey, "Have you seen you know, Pat paddle hook with Robin Williams?" And they go, "There you are, Peter." And my mom grabbed my face and went, "Where are you, Jamie?" Because I had just was such like a. I wasn't mean or nasty. I would just. Rebel against yeah. everything, and that's because of my, I went to a boarding school and I was trapped in this boarding school and I mm. wanted to uh, escape and I wasn't allowed to.
4: Yeah, I don't really I don't like boarding schools.
2: You don't? Did you like it? Mine was all boys, so I did quite like it.
4: But when, I just think it's better <laughs> for a mixed I think it's better for you to go to a mixed school.
2: Oh, so you can arch your back?
4: so I can arch my back wow. all day and just wait
3: <laughs> it was later. do you think f- though if you go to a mixed school that your relationships with the opposite sex are formed differently And yeah they're
4: more normal
2: no I feel like I feel like it's not I feel like I I, I have no actually I don't, I don't would you
4: send your kids to a boarding school I
2: wouldn't send them to boarding school actually I wouldn't send them to boarding school, no. I wouldn't send them to boarding school, but I would, I would send them to a school that has sport.
4: Ha- oh, yeah, a- and yeah. And
2: that, that is key, because a lot of schools now don't have sport and things like that, and I think sport is key. It was later found in my grandmother's cupboard and no one else said sorry to me. Come to think of it, I also remember my granny would say, would you like to spend a penny? And me being grumpy, that she meant to pee and not actually spending money. Dinner was delicious and expensive, but hey, they did bring us into the world.
4: Oh this diary is riveting. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
2: Well you'll be happy to know that's the end of part one. <laughs> oh
4: thank God. <laughs>
2: but um to all our listeners, please uh, get ready for part two because in part two I'm gonna read some emails and finish off my diary.
4: And tell me the rest and tell me what the riddle thing was.
2: Oh, and tell you what the
4: riddle is. Yeah. What you can ask me again, but I still don't know okay, the answer. Okay, I'm gonna ask you one more time. Oh god.
2: What has a bed but never sleeps?
4: I don't know, a room? <laughs> I don't know. See you in part two.
1: this game. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter.
0: Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.